Hello, dear friend. This is your friend and brother, Minister C. Coach Halbert, host from Fight for Your Dreams, asking you humbly to sow just $1 to help further this outreach ministry. And I thank God for all of you tuning in. And may God forever bless you and may He forever keep you. Bye now. This announcement in response to that our sister network, My Genre Radio Network, is behind the non-derogatory movement for today's music. Go to MyGenreRadio.net and support the movement. We are continuing with a New Year's Eve sign-off on the Resilient Christian Radio Network. Here's another message from God for 2020. I've never been the type who's afraid to try, no. The truth is, the enemy knows your destiny better than you do. That's why he wants to stop it. He will try to introduce idols into your life that will steal your passion and divide your heart. Fight for an undivided heart and go to war against anything and everything that would steal your passion, because your destiny is too important to live otherwise. This is Fight for Your Dreams with Minister C. Coach Halbert. Here we go, here we go. Alright, alright, this is a special podcast on this night. This is Minister C. Coach Haber coming at you on New Year's Eve. Ain't God good. He didn't brought us, he didn't brought us a mighty long way. A mighty long way. All the way from all the way from January all the way now until the last month, December. Amen. The last day. Amen. God is good and he's worthy to be praised. Amen. We want to uh, give a shout out to Brother Cleveland Rose, RCR Resilient Christian Network, the powerful network that's behind the show. I'm very uh, grateful and I'm humbled for the listeners and the supporters who have tuned in on the brink of a million. That's another clap. That's another thank you, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm blown away for the people that have been tuning in and, and, and greater and greater is on the horizon. Shout out to uh, uh, Gentry Cozy, my artist, uh, and my motivational anthem, giving my all. I, w- I want to encourage you, please add it to your playlist and play it. Add it to your playlist. Um, everybody needs motivation and encouragement to keep going. Things happen. Life happens. Sometimes you think you. Sometimes you think you're gonna get a fastball. You get a curveball, and you need you need something to just push you. Amen. So, I'm just I'm just I just want to encourage you to add it to your playlist and play it. It's um it's motivational. It's inspirational, and it's also good workout music. It's good workout music. Um, so add it to your playlist and play it, and uh, continue to pray. For our non-derogatory movement, we have some big doors opening as amen as we go into 2020 to get positive and non-derogatory music back on our radio airways for our youth. We're very excited about that. Amen. Amen. So, but on this New Year's Eve, oh, I got a treat for y'all tonight. Y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all ain't ready for this. I got something. I got a treat for y'all tonight. This is an encore thing right here. Drum roll. Now, this lady, my sister, <laughs> this this powerful woman of God, she was my first special guest. Now, who set this up? It wasn't nobody but God. God said, bring her back on as an encore. And she's going to be coming back on talking tonight to give you all some encouragement. On the subject, the walls must fall. Elder, Elder Valletta. Valetta Conrad. Amen. Give it up for Valetta. Hey, good Valetta. morning, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. How you thank doing? Thank you for having me. Hey, we thank you for coming back on. We thank you back. This this woman of God, she she um she 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 came and she met my pastor and the first lady, and uh she was given the invitation to be a guest speaker. To be a guest speaker at the women's conference, and and uh, I wasn't there, I wasn't there, but uh, uh, the report I got back that the spirit of the Lord moved, and the people, the people was blessed, and uh, she she she's humble, and, and uh, this is this is this is going to be good. So, 
So, Elder Valada, before we go into the walls, must fall. What's been going on since we talked the last time? What's wow, been- so much is so much is happening this year. From um, January 2019, the first day of the year, all the way up until this point, mm-hmm. it's been truly, truly, truly amazing. Some awesome things have happened. I mean, some houses were bought. Um, some Man. promotions were made in the spirit. Hallelujah. I mean, God answered prayers on many, many, many levels for many people. He just done some awesome things in this year. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to 2020. I'm already there. And Come I can't on. wait to see what 2020 will bring for us in this year. Amen. 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 So what? I'm excited. I'm excited about what God has given you because he put this on my heart very heavenly that uh, bring her back on as an encore, the walls must fall. So let the Lord speak through you, my sister. Let the spirit of the Lord have his way with you. What well, You know, because everybody has some walls and your walls could be financial issues. Your wall could be marital issues. Or your wall could be uh, 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 um, um, health issues. But we have to believe that these walls can fall by faith. Yes. Amen. Yes, by faith. By faith. It was by faith that the people who were able to operate or receive miracles from God, it was always by their faith. Mm -hmm. It was by faith. Faith is everything. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yes, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And he's given unto every man a measure, but it's up to us to increase in that measure. Mm-hmm. So, yes, whether it be financial reasons, whether it be you need healing in your body, whether it be you need your kids to be saved, whether you feel like you're losing your mind because so many people yeah. are facing depression, they're yeah, losing on, loved on. ones, they bury on. people, and then they're down and out, but it's by faith. Mm-hmm. That you're going to come out of that. And you have to believe that. You have to hold on to it. He said if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Come on here. He can see mountains. Yes, Lord. A little bitty ounce of faith that you have. You can hold on to that. And it will bring the walls down. Come on here. (laughs) Just that little bit. Just that little bit. Can bring down some, some, some big walls. Some giants. Some goliaths. Yes. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. The 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 walls the walls must fall. The walls must fall. And, and and you're right. And you're right, my sister. It's the faith thing. It's the faith thing. And we have to believe it. I mean, without faith, Hebrews eleven and six said, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. It's a, it's impossible to please the Lord if we don't operate in this thing called faith. For scripture say he's a we must believe that God is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we got to be God chasers and say, God, I'm in a desperate place. I'm, I, I, I make things that I went through a bunch of tests in 2019, but I just believe 2020 is going to be a different story. I just, I just believe by faith some things going to fall. I just, got, I just believe by faith some miracles are going to happen, that you're going to raise up some things from the ground. We just got to believe that, you know, faith, faith don't don't give you all the details, but faith works. Faith works if we put it to work. It works. It does work. It does. So, so let's let us let us talk about let us talk about this walls. This wall must fall. What you, you know, what you think about that? What you have? Um, wow, it's so many things. There are so many walls. One thing about walls, when you think about a wall, let us pray first. Let, let us pray first for the audience. Is that okay? Yes. Yes. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Yes, yes. We thank you, oh God, for this opportunity and this chance, oh God, to speak yes, to the nations, oh God, for this podcast show. Yeah, yeah. We bless you, oh God, for the servant that you've given the vision to, Brother Cleveland Rose. We bless you for Brother Cedric, oh God. I just thank, thank you right now, Lord, for the opportunity to come on one more time to be a blessing to someone that may be listening. Maybe you will fill my mouth, oh God, with words of encouragement, mm-hmm. with uh, words of strength, with words of faith to build somebody up, oh God, to restore such a one who may be lost. Now, Lord God, I decrease, oh God, that you may increase. And Lord God, let us be careful to hear what the Spirit has to say unto the church, which is inside of us, oh God, that we may live a life, oh God, that's pleasing unto you, and we give you the glory in advance in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 According to Hebrews um, 11 and 30. It says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were enriched for seven days. For seven days. And when I think about a wall, a wall does two things. It keeps people out mm-hmm. or it can keep a person in. Mm-hmm. It can also represent a form of bondage. Yeah. Because it holds you or locks you into a place. And when we think about walls, you couldn't have a house to stand without walls. Right. Walls have a, a, a an ability to keep heat in and to keep cold out. Mm-hmm. When it's wintertime. In the summertime, they have the ability to keep the cold in and keep heat out. But the thing about the walls of Jericho, that was the reason why they were built in the first place. Because they were, God had them build the wall to protect. Amen. 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 <laughs> From their enemy. And sometimes you can get so complacent behind the four walls. That it would seem as though the four walls are closing in on you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been in that kind of position before where it felt like the walls were closing in on you and you didn't see your way out? You didn't know what you were going to do. You didn't even have a way to turn. All right, now. Come on. Come on. But in that dark hour, because sometimes when you're behind the walls, you can be in a dark hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I bless God for giving revelation and shining just a little bit of light in that dark hour. And he will tell you what to do to bring the walls down just as he did. Come on. The children to bring down the walls of Jericho. Come on. Come on. Come on. Sometimes you got to make a noise. <laughs> you behind the walls. Sometimes he'll have you just walk around and begin to speak prophetically yeah. to your walls. But the songwriter said they were climbing up a mountain, which represented a wall. But the Lord said, speak to the mountain. Sometimes you got to speak to that wall of despair. You have to speak to that wall of suicidal thoughts. You have Go to ahead. speak to the wall of debt. Lack That's of heart. It. You have to speak to the wall that, that makes your enemy. Come on now. Come be on. your friend. Come on. Come on. Come on, Val. You cannot begin to let the walls talk to you. That's right. Because if you do that, then you're going to always be in a place of confinement. Uh huh. But the most important thing that I see with these walls coming down was the obedience of the children to do what the Lord told them to do in order to break it down. Very key. I call it the big O. The big O. That's big. I like that. Yeah. God will always honor and bless your obedience. Always. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Always. And it took their faith. Come on here. Uh huh. That little bit of faith that they had <laughs> pushed them to a place of being obedient with God. Yeah. So they began to listen to the instructions of God. Mm-hmm. You just can't turn down a wall any old kind of way. Right. God does things decent and in order. Yes. So it's important that when you're trying to 
come out of a thing or come from behind a thing. You have to listen to the instruction of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) And by listening to the instructions of the Holy Ghost, in obedience and by faith, it's got to come down. Must come down. Must. That's right. When I read the text, it reminded me um, of the story over in uh, Second Chronicles when uh, the king called for he called for the singers and they began to sing and then they began to march and then the Lord scattered the enemies come in here Their act of obedience brought about the noise of God, amen, to scatter the enemies. Just like the walls of Jericho, their act of obedience brought about the earthquake of God (laughs) to bring down the walls. There's something that happens when you act in obedience to God. And you move according to the voice of God, the command of God that will bring down the walls. Sometimes when you are behind a wall, let's say you're having problems with your children. And they're not listening and they're doing things and they're saying things and they're acting wayward. Sometimes you have to be quiet and say less to them and more to God. And in your in your uh, place of Search and seek for your children. The Lord will give you instructions to pray and not to say, come on here. You're going to pray to him and he's going to cause them to come into a place of obedience. And then that wall comes down. I like, I like this. Uh, I like this. Uh, and I don't want to stop your flow, but I was just, God gave me some, you know, Elder Mike was, Elder Mike may not have been going back and forth this year about, how God has a way of responding to it. You made a point about a sound. God has a way of responding to a sound. God has a way of responding to us, uh, uh, our cry. And, 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 and I believe it works hand in hand. We have to respond to what he tells us to do in obedience. And as we respond to his directions, as we respond to his direction of what he told us to do in obedience, God will allow something to happen. He will allow miracles and things to take place that, that can be done in the natural realm. Hey, but only in the supernatural. Yes. When I read in, in my study of Bible and in my study time, the commentary says that the people did nothing military to cause the fall of Jericho or the walls to fall, they simply followed God's instruction. Mm, mm. That's a word for somebody tonight. I know that's a word for somebody. All you have to do is simply follow God's instruction. (laughs) Now that's going to push me to a whole nother place. Because in order to follow God's instruction, you have to have an ear to hear. Come on here. Amen. You got to have an ear to hear his voice. You got to know who's speaking. Yes. But if you don't have an ear to hear, you won't be able to follow his instruction. Amen. And that brings me to this point. It says, my sheep know my voice. Come on here. Right. And the voice of another, of a stranger, they will not follow. Mm-hmm. Maybe people are locked in walls because they're not following the voice of the Lord. That's a good point. Good point. What Have you ever thought about what has you in a wall? <laughs> What's keeping you bound? Why are you locked? Oftentimes it's because of thinking, thinking. That's good. Oftentimes it's how you see what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How oh, you, you see a My pastor talks about perception all the time. How you see a thing will determine how you go through. You good. Pastor Morgan say the same, and I know he's gonna listen to this. Pastor Morgan say the same thing. He was saying it today. If we look at our situation 
and and to see, well, I might not like what I'm going through. I might not be uh, uh, driving like it, spinning like it, but God has you going through, not necessarily for you, but it's for you. It's for you to 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 make an impact on somebody's life that God get the glory. I believe if we just zone in on that. It'll it'll, 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 give us a, it'll give us a different mindset. And we won't get so down spirit as we do at times. And I'm guilty. We don't get so down spirit and downtrodden on ourselves to understand you're going through a great test. You're at a breaking point because God won when he break you, when he break you, when he break this situation, you then now you'll be able to lose other people in the power of the Holy Ghost. So he take you through the fire first. And then you better bring others through the fire. But I, I believe we lose our focus. And if you're like me, I'm one of those kinds of people that if I can understand why I'm going through a thing, I can go through it just a little bit better. But what I'm learning in this season is that uh, oftentimes I don't understand it till I come out of it. Amen. Amen. Sometimes God won't give you the understanding while you're in it. That's you good. won't do it until you come out of it. And then it'll all make sense. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in that place of confinement, I know that there are some things that God is putting in me, but also some things he's pushing out of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Pastor Noah said the other Sunday, uh, he said, God will take you, God will bring you into a, a place, an Egypt place to bring Egypt out of you. Amen. <laughs> yes, amen. amen yes lord yes lord amen and you know what brother said I remember uh, being in a position to where I really 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 wanted to move right and okay. I had gone through a hard time many many hard times and uh, my aunt had died and um, my older son had lost, you know, the girl that he was dealing with at that time. She had lost her, the, the, uh, my first grandbabies, you know, my first set of twins. And they were um, still born. And, and, and I'm trying to go through the, the process of legally getting my disabled cousin of whom I take care of. Mm-hmm. There was so many things coming all in like a snowball. It all, it all, it, it made me feel like Job because it was one thing after the other, one on thing now. after Come the on. other. On, and I felt like I was about to lose my mind. And the people uh, who were connected to me or in close proximity to me didn't even understand what I was going through, nor could they comprehend or see what I was going through. And so it's like, my God, how can you be this close to me and connected to me and not see what I'm going through? But yet I was still able to give you a word of encouragement. I was still able to pray with you. I was still able to Hallelujah. give you a little money to pay your bill. And I was still able, guess what? To do the work of the Lord, even though I didn't understand what I was going through. So I felt like the walls were closing in. And so what I had to do was find a little room in that wall and close the door and pray. Come on in. Yes, Lord. I had to give myself a Matthew 6 and 6 experience. He said, when you go to pray, close the door. Yeah, and what yeah. you pray for in secret, I'm going to reward you openly. But what I'm finding out, come on here with these Christian folk and our, and our brothers and sisters in Christ, we're busy praying among everybody, letting everybody think we're so super spiritual. And guess what? We're not reaping or not receiving the reward. Why? Because we're looking for the reward from the ones we're praying for and it ain't coming through them. Come on. Come on. Come on. Help us. Help us tonight. Hallelujah. We got to learn how to pray in the walls in secret. Yes, Lord. Because the walls hide. They keep you covered. They keep the rain and the wind and the storm out. And let the Lord reward us openly. Because mm-hmm. he'll bring the walls down. Yes, he he'll will. He'll ambush me. Come on here. He will have me make a sound. Yes, he will. He'll have you open your mouth and say something. Come on here. 
Yes, he will. So that your words can spark something in the heavenly realm that will bring down the answer to bring the wall down. But you got to believe and you have to have faith. You, you got, you, you got, that's a must. That's a, that's a, that's a must. That's a must. Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing yes. and, and hearing by the word of God. And I, you know what? And it, and it does something to me. Uh, woman of God has to see Christians today. We make time for everything else, but for some reason, the word of God is like a secondary thing. But then, and, and that's why I believe that God allows sometimes some trouble to come your way because yes. He wants to get our undivided attention. And it's something about trouble that will force folks to pray. It's something about trouble that will force folks to open up that Bible. Amen. You know what? If God didn't give us a trial to keep us humble, we will begin to think it's all about us. <laughs> Hallelujah. We were thinking we would think we we were the ones doing it ourselves. That's we right. would be so high-minded and arrogant and puffed up, and then we will get the glory. Yep. But God has a way of keeping you low. Exactly. He has a way of keeping himself sovereign on the throne and in his right position. But you want to know what I learned also in, in behind the walls, Brother Cedric. I've learned that behind the walls, I learned how to keep my heart posture toward God, yeah. but also be ready to take for to take formation. Amen. Because you can be postured in the place, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're in the right formation to get what you need from God. Right, right, right. Yes, Lord, my heart is postured towards you, but what do I need to say? What position do I need to be in so that I can be next in line? Amen. And that's what I've learned when I'm in my wall. And I'm so glad that you called it the walls of Jericho because guess what? In this season, it may be the walls of Queen Anne Street. It may be the walls of the Coleman's house. Yeah. It may be the walls of the Thomas's house. It may be the walls of my aunt that's in the nursing home. Come on here. It may be the walls of my brother that's incarcerated. It may be the walls of the fact that I cannot get my unruly children to listen. It may be the walls uh, of I'm having problems with my boss my or my job. It may be the walls of my sister that I walk in the house of God with don't like me and I don't even know anything about her. It might be the walls Speak, Holy Ghost. Speak. I know that I'm gifted and I'm talented, but they never call on me. It might be the walls of insecurity. It might be the walls of he said he loved me, but now I'm going through divorce. You know, whatever your wall may be, know that it's coming down. <laughs> oh, come on, by faith. Go by faith. Your wall. It's a temporary setback for a major. Come up. Come on here. <laughs> Your wall could mean many things, but it's good to know that in Christ, they must fall. God is the carpenter. He is the construction worker. Come on here. Yeah. Who tears down and he builds up. All right, all right, all he right. He is the potter who takes the clay and he builds it all over again. He builds it up and when it doesn't look like what he wants to look like, he matches that down. Come on here. That is something about God being your carpenter. He knows how to build and rebuild. It's something about him being your author. He knows to write and rewrite. It's something about him being your God's navigational system. He knows how to direct and orchestrate and say, uh-uh, you made a wrong turn. Make a U-turn and go back. There's something about God being the conductor. Yes, Lord. He knows the way. But you have to have an ear to hear. You have to keep yourself in a humble place. All right. 
and you cannot lag behind the Holy Ghost. You cannot get ahead of the Holy Spirit. You have to walk with the Holy Spirit so that, guess what? You'll be right on time. And I want to make a point. Amen. I want to make a point right there. Something hitting my spirit real fast. I believe, me and you have talked about this also, and I've heard a lot of confirmation on several different ministers. In this season that we're in, where we're headed to, I believe God's going to move, woman of God, in a expedient manner. In a expedient manner that if we don't move in obedience, you will mess around and miss the timing of God. Can you imagine being so focused on people <laughs> and you miss the timing of God and the walls ain't falling? Come on. And you know what? That's so good because in the text, it says that they had to walk around the walls six days. <laughs> Dang. Could you imagine just walking around a, a, a room in your house for six days? But I was wondering why was it the number six? You know, it was six days that God took to create the whole world in its entirety, right? And 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 the seventh day, he rested. All right, and we know what that word seven also represents. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> Come on. Being the number of man, am I correct? Oh yeah. So six days they had to walk around these walls, blowing the trumpets, making noise for six days and then the Lord moved it takes you right back to the comment that you made about timing do you know oh, yeah. that Lord. out of the Levitical priests there was one of the tribes of the Levitical priests called Issachar he was one of the Levitical priests and his tribe was the only tribe that had the anointing to know seasons and times. Come on here. Uh -huh. They knew how to understand the seasons and times of not just things in the spirit, but things that were political, that were worldly. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to have the anointing of Israel. Yeah. So that we will know and understand God's seasons and his timing. Amen. And guess what? That too requires faith. It requires faith. And we can get that by being obedient to God in the instructions behind the walls that are going to be given. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, it's something, it's something about following the instructions. Every, every, everything that's being built comes with some kind of pamphlet or, or manual. And if you don't follow the instructions, it's usually not put together right. Ain't that right? <laughs> you are so right. And, you are so right. And God gives us so right. the word of God. And he, he expects us to read it and not just read it, but to study it and meditate upon it. Let it get in, the, in your spirit. Let it get in your heart. And follow the scripture. Read yes. the scripture. Do what the scripture said. But so often we'll let the we'll let our emotions get in the way and do and do the opposite what God said. The word said march around seven times. I ain't marching around. I ain't doing it. He is a radical, he's a radical type of God. And in order to get a breakthrough, in order, sometimes God will ask you, he may ask you to do something you really don't want to do. Go over here and serve this person that you really don't like. Don't well, we do don't it. like to be, we don't like to be moved out of our comfort zone. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it seems strange or weird. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, we don't want to be pushed. Yeah. A new level because you're able to control what you know, but when you op when you begin to uh, get into a place of the unknown, you no longer have control over what you don't know. So then we begin to worry about well, what's going to happen if, 
So now we're not operating in faith. We're, oper- we're, we're, we're operating in doubt and fear. Mm-hmm. So that gives room for the enemy to come in. And then that's what that will do. Put you right back where? In those walls. Ain't going nowhere. Satan can't come up against Satan. It's the same thing. Flesh against flesh. Flesh You're gonna be the flesh. Yeah. So how how you expect God to do a spiritual thing, but you are operating in carnality mm. and letting your flesh dominate? It don't work. It's like it's like all in water. It's like it's like it's like all in water. They don't mix. It's like apples and oranges. Either you either you being spiritual or you being carnal. You can't. I mean, you can't you can't mix the two. It don't work. I believe that there is so much power and so many people who are anointed that are locked behind the four walls of the church. Go ahead. Because the, the overseer or the pastor of the church don't want to let the, the, the preachers and the evangelists and, um, you know, those who are called to go out, out. Man. Uh, the greatest, the greatest call was to go out into the highways and byways and preach and teach the gospel. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many pastors will not release their members or their ministers to go out? Do you know how many churches don't even do outreach anymore because we're so comfortable with preaching to the ones who come to church who are, guess what, part of our membership? But God didn't call us to be so caught up in members. He he called us to raise what? Disciples. Amen. Who are we discipling? When you don't want anybody to go out, your church doesn't do outreach. You, you know, and if somebody come in from off the street, we're so holy and righteous and so clean that we're looking down the nose or at them. You saying, you saying. Not even realizing if. We have entertained an angel unaware. What if what if Jesus Christ appeared as a homeless person asking for alms right at the door of your church? Are you gonna look down the nose on him and just walk right in your church and not even invite him in? Or are you gonna bear witness to the man and then give him an invitation to come on in? He may not smell like you. He may not look like you, but there are so many things that we do in the church. Come on here. That has the church locked behind walls. Maybe you're not behind walls at your physical address. But you're behind walls when you go to the place that you work. Wow. It's deep. It's deep. And it shows how the enemy keep trying to wall us up. You're trying to do or make an effort to do what God has chosen you to do. And the enemy could eat, can even be working in people. And it's sad, even in the church to try to wall you up. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to hold you back from doing. And like, and, and I agree with what you said wholeheartedly. Outreach ministry needs to be, in place in every church. Outreach, we need to be doing more outreach because there's so many broken homes, broken homes, broken marriages. A lot of these, a lot of, a lot of these new millennials don't know anything about structure, uh, having good character, uh, integrity, because most of them are coming up from broken homes, or either, either mom and dad they there smoking weed and doing all kind of stuff that's not godly. So yeah. outreach ministry is in demand. It's in demand. It's, like it's, in it's in high demand. We don't even go to nursing homes anymore. Nope. We won't go to hospitals anymore. Um, you rarely hear prison ministries anymore. I mean, it's like, where's the church? Is the church locked behind the wall? Wow. Are we locked behind the walls and we are the church? I had to pause a bit before I say something about that. Wow. They hit me hard. <laughs> yeah. 
we really need to do a lot of soul searching uh, on this New Year's Eve. Am I really doing what I'm supposed to do? To what if the church got it all wrong? It's very what, if, what if we got it all wrong? What if we're doing it wrong? Because we come to church and we hear the word and most times, you know, we're listening and we're not or we're on our phones or we're walking around. You know what I'm saying? We come in one way, we leave out that same way. But we can't even minister to our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers. We can't even be, we're not respected on our jobs. Why is that? When we look at the walk of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ was always out walking, being the example. You know, he, he, he wasn't afraid of the demons. He wasn't afraid of the witches and the warlocks. He wasn't afraid to give somebody a word. He wasn't afraid to pause and see about the one that's tugging at his uh, hem of his garment. He, he wasn't afraid to feel a touch from somebody who was leopard. Come on here. Amen. He wasn't afraid to, to hear them out for 2.5 seconds. He, had, he made time for time. Come on here. But now we're so untouchable because we're so high-minded. We got 50,000 armor bearers. Come on here. <laughs> Gotta make appointment. We, we, just, to, just to meet with the pastor. We have to uh, go through this person and that person and that person before we can even get to the one that maybe God told me that this is the one who has my breakthrough. Maybe it's not the lay member. Mm -hmm. What if we're the one? The church is the one that's stuck behind the wall. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of soul searching. A lot of soul, a lot of soul searching needs to happen on that. And that man, wow. Because if we don't get that right, see, we're going to run into what Jesus said in Matthew 7 when when the time for the rapture and folk think they're going to get in and the Lord is going to say real smooth, I never knew you. Listen. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye the workers of iniquity. Depart from me. You were doing some things, but you weren't doing what I had tasked you to do. That's it, man. That's dangerous. <laughs> the door, the doors won't open. The gates won't swing open, as the song say. The gates won't swing open. They stand locked. And you've been preaching. Like, we, we, we talk about the Ichabob spirit. You, you, you've been preaching for the last 20 years, but the last 10, the spirit wasn't even on you because you was doing it. You was doing it fulfilling to you self-righteousness, not for the glory of the Lord. It's not good. Well, you know, ministry has become popular. Preaching is popular. Yeah. You know, some people are doing it for the glory and the fame and the and fame and the glitz of it, you know. And they're not really understanding the weight of it. They're not really even understanding the call of it. You know, and a lot of times people don't fear God anymore. No. No. They have their own agenda. It's a man-made doctrine. It has nothing to do with God. We have our services. We have our programs. You know, we preach at our friend's church. We go to our cousin's church. We're doing all of that, but guess what? The church is at the liquor store. The church is at the club. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The church is the prostitute is down on Broadway. Mm -hmm. The church is the mother whose husband may have died and, 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 and they didn't have a life insurance policy. They didn't have money to pay bills and stuff like that. And now they're rendered homeless. We don't even have a fund set up for the widows or the orphans anymore. Yeah. Who are we feeding? See, sometimes it's not about the people who are not in church. It's about those who are churched. Come on here. Amen. So all of these walls must come down. We must lose our superficialities. 
and get back to the basics of what God said we were to do. And that is to tell somebody about the good news of Jesus. We don't, I don't have to tell you about Jesus. You should already know. You've been in church longer as I have. I shouldn't have to sit and tell you not to come and encourage you and we're going to strengthen one another. Then we're going to go out and tell somebody who don't know him. Right. We want to pull somebody in. And, and I like this. I, I, this is beautiful. And, and God just gave me this. And what about what about the people that have been abused in any kind of way? And they got walls up that they don't feel like they loved or don't want to be loved. See that we need to if, if 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 there's a wall that needs to be torn down, it we and we can break a lot of them down with love, with with love and kindness. We can break a lot of walls down with just love and kindness, man. With love and kindness, have I drawn thee? Yeah, you break down a bunch of walls on your job, in your home, on your job, even in church. I saw uh, I saw a video. On Facebook, and it's really moved me. A pastor, I think he was somewhere in New York or somewhere. He was doing some street ministry. And he ran against a man that had a demon in him. And the man was telling the pastor, you you, you this and you that, and you a cult. And he stood his ground. He said, God loves you. He said, God loves you. And and, and, and the guy stood his, the pastor stood his ground. He said, God loves you. And, and he just kept on saying nasty things to the pastor. And he said, the only reason you acting like that because them demons in you. He said, but God wants to free you. He said, God loves you, man. And he would not let up. The pastor wouldn't let up. The pastor wouldn't let up. Do you know the spirit of the Lord touched that guy with that foul mouth? And next thing you know, he was embracing that pastor crying. It's some people out here that's hurt and abused. And they got walls up and they stubborn and they and they, and, and, and they being enriched in pride and, and arrogancy because something happened and transpired in their life and they feel like they lost or they feel like God has abandoned them, but God wants to free them. And do you know you may be the voice that God is sending that person your way? To free them through the power of the Holy Ghost, man. I take this. I take this, uh, 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 um, Elder Val, as a privilege. Even in the midst of my, the stuff that I'm disenchanted about, it's a privilege for God's Spirit to be on on, on anybody. It's a privilege yes, and an honor. Yes, it is. You know, Brother Cedric. When the Lord called me or brought it to my attention that he was calling me, let me say it that way. I didn't know anything about callings and, you know, God wants you to do this and he has need of you here and all of that. Even though I had been in church since I was a little girl, right? Right. I never in a million years would have thought the Lord would use me to talk to, to touch, to embrace, to be a blessing to anybody. You want to know why? Because I wasn't a person who liked to talk. I wasn't a person who particularly cared to be in, a, in the midst of a whole bunch of people, especially, you know, in a setting to where I had to be the center of attention. But it was something about the way Pastor King spoke to me. May he rest in peace. Amen. And I bless God for giving him eyes to see who I was because even though I was in church all that time, I never knew who I was in God. And there are so many people who are powerful and anointed and appointed by God who don't know who they are in him. And this is a form of bondage. This is a wall. Very true. Because there is a devil out there who was there in the beginning of creation who knows who you are. And if he can keep you blinded, Come on. Identity in Christ, he will do just that. There is somebody sitting in the church right now who's so broken and bound by 
women in the past who have hurt them, a baby mama somewhere treating them foul, or a baby daddy somewhere doing them wrong, or having no respect, but they come to the house of God every day, going, going on with their life on a Sunday, doing the work of God, but they're in bondage. Because they know when they leave out of that place and they go home, they got a drunk, perverted uncle that's touching their daughter. Come on here. And this is why I said, what about the walls that are around the people who are in church? It's very obvious to see the wall around the ones who are not in church. But I believe that the Lord wants to break the walls of confinement of the ones who are in church first so that we can be uh, uh, proactive and reactive in going to get the ones who are out of church. Amen. Amen. we got to get set free. Amen. It got to happen. And in 2020 or before the 2020 new year comes in, the walls must fall in Jesus' mighty name. Must fall. Must fall. It must fall. We commanding that they fall in Jesus' name. We're touching and agreeing that they're going to fall. Whatever your wall may be, know that God can, can crush them walls and let them fall and let them fall and free you. And liberate you. Amen. I believe that. I believe that. This is this is uh it's powerful. It's a powerful movement, and and uh I just thank God, I just thank God that I know who I am as well as you know who you are through the power of the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't know who you are, that old serpent will begin to tell you who you are. So you, we must know who we are in Christ and through Christ. And I just want to, I just want to encourage every pastor, every bishop, every first lady that's out there being a Moses, being a shepherd to, to God's sheep. Know that you're doing well. Know that you're doing okay. Don't get depressed. Don't let thoughts of suicide come in. Don't begin to let the enemy make you feel like you're failing God. Because in 2019, so many, so many um, well-renowned pastors, you know, lost their lives or took their own lives. I'm talking about people you know and people you may see on TV because they felt the spirit of depression come in and they allowed themselves to say locked in that wall so much so to where they committed suicide. Very true. But we're rebuking the suicidal demon off yes. the leaders of God's yes, house Lord. today. Yes, Lord. In the name of I, Jesus. I decree and I declare and I speak, you shall live and not die. Yeah. And yeah. declare the work of the Lord. All you have to do in this season is preach the word of God and let God do the rest. He said, well, once your plant, once your water, let God give the increase. Amen. You're have to do it all yourself. Amen. As the word says, and the battle is not ours. You can't get so consumed and so worried about are they getting it? Are the people getting it? I don't see the change. I don't. You may not see the change. It may not be for you to see the change. Come on here, Moses. You're gonna lead the children out of out of Egypt. You're they're gonna they're gonna get to the land of milk and honey, but you're not gonna see them go over. But you're gonna be the you're gonna be part of the the plan on why I get them out. You just may be part of the reason why, but you may not get to see the change, but know that the work that you're doing, know that the word that God has put in your mouth, know that your labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. Oh, that one plant, one water, God gives the increase, whether you get to see it or not, know that it's going to be an increase. Man. Because your work and your labor is not in vain. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That wall must come down off our off our leaders. Of feeling insufficient and inadequate, and you preaching hard every Sunday, sweating out your clothes, and going home feeling like I didn't do a good job. The people not listening, they're not getting it. The devil is a liar. Yes, Lord. The devil is a liar. I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to be encouraged going forward. As long as God has breath in your body, know that it is well. 
As long as you're doing what God called you to do, you're preaching what he told you to preach, you're saying it how he told you to say it, know that it is well. Yes, Lord. Because the people belong to God. Come on here. Mm-hmm. 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 And God has it all in his hands. Amen. It's all in his hands. Amen. And those walls will come down and your churches will begin to flood. Because God is going to draw people from the north, south, the east, and the west. And he's going to fill the seat. He's going to fill the seats. He's going to bring the money. Yes. Come on, because guess what? The church has bills to pay, too. Yes, Lord. Provide. Provide, provider. Please don't be so consumed. Because the Lord said when the enemy comes in like a flood, he shall lift up a standard against him. That's the word. Pastors, preachers, teachers all over the world know that God is going to lift up a standard. He that shall come will come, and he will make a way somehow because we serve an intentional God. Yeah. God does things on purpose, with purpose, for his purpose. you got to be encouraged today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever your wall is, speak to it. Follow the instructions of the Holy Ghost. And by faith, know that it must and it shall and it will come down. Hallelujah. Amen. A woman of God, well, woman of God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for coming. We thank you for coming and we thank you for being a special guest on this New Year's Eve, and I pray much blessings to you and peace be unto you and wonderful opportunity this next coming year. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you for coming. Oh, to God be the glory. Likewise, I love you, my brother. Thank you for having me and being obedient to what the Lord told you. I pray that somebody was blessed and touched and moved by something we said, something we shared. I pray that everybody all over the world is encouraged. Know that there is a we serve a living and true God. He is the one living and true God. And he is a God that hears and he is a God who answers prayers. Just know, just know, just know, just know your 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 labor is not in vain. And God will hide you behind the cross. And he said, Vengeance is mine. He's gonna fight your battles. He's gonna come in and he's gonna restore. He's gonna renew. He's gonna recompensate. Come on here. He's gonna redeem time. He's gonna redeem you. And you shall come out. We're gonna fight in 2020 from a place of victory. Victory, yeah. Not from a place of defeat because we are not defeated. We are victorious yeah. through God. He said we are more than conquerors mm -hmm. through Christ who strengthens us. Just know that you're more. Somebody needed to hear that tonight. Know that you're more. Yes, Lord. Brother Cedric, I bless you. We are. We are the victims. I bless you. I bless you, sis. And it's all good. It's all good. It's all love. Mm -hmm. We're finna bow our heads and have a word of prayer. Thank we're finna, you. We're finna make our way of an, of, of an escape. Father, thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, God, what you're you, doing man. on this New Year's Eve. We bless you, Lord, for bringing us this far. We thank you for life <laughs> and life more abundantly. We pray, Lord, that you would get this word, that this word will fall on the ears and that will bless and strengthen the people, yes, Lord, is tuning in, oh God, that you will bless my special guests in a special way. Bless our ministry, God. Bless her, Lord, in the city. Bless her in the field. Lord, all the steps in your word, Heavenly Father. I pray for windows of opportunities for Heavenly Father. I just thank you, Lord, for the anointing that's upon her, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that uh, the people have uh, responded and they're and they steadily and they, and they responding. And God, we just give you praise, glory, and honor and what you're going to do in this season that we are winners and that we shall see the walls fall, giants will fall, uh, giants will be slain with the power of the anointing that's 
upon our lives, Father, that you have given us through your Son, Jesus Christ. We praise you. We bless you. We magnify thy holy name. We give it all unto you, Jesus, because you're the one that's give life and you take life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We give it all to you, the one that made the impossible possible through your Son, Jesus Christ. We glorify you. We give it unto you now. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. We say amen and amen. We say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. God bless you, sis. Happy New Year to you. And, yep, and uh, Happy New Year to you. Yes, yes. And, and this won't be the last time again. This won't be the last time. You'll be back again. You'll be back again. Y'all know how I do it. This is your brother, Minister C. Coach Halbert, signing off. You know, life is filled with ups and downs, swift transition. Sometimes life is like life is like you we, we battered by life's angry sea. But remember one thing, God is standing by. Remember, He loves us more than we shall ever know. Remember when you get knocked down because of Jesus, you can get back up. This is Minister C Coach Halbert signing off. Whatever you do, fight for your dreams. God bless you. So don't stop dreaming. Maybe you have dreams that need to be taken back down from the shelf or maybe you're still finding out what your dreams are. Whatever the case may be, fight for your dreams. Come back next week for Fight for Your Dreams with Minister C. Coach Halbert. This broadcast is copyrighted by Gonna Fly Now with Christ Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.